The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, as we move with the times, tweakments, yes, you heard it right, tweakments are becoming the next big thing. More people are getting various procedures done to keep their appearance in tip-top shape and to make them feel confident. So what exactly are the treatments known as tweakments and how popular are they? Well, I'm joined now by consultant dermatologist with the Institute of Dermatology, Professor Katrina Ryan. Good morning and welcome. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Now, what's a tweakment? So tweakment, it's a, it's a trending term now. And really what it means, I suppose, is a little tweak to your appearance. So a non-surgical, um, minimally invasive procedure. Um, I think the one that most of us would be familiar with is, is Botox injections, um, dermal filler injections, um, uh, lasers, IPL, intense pulse light to get rid of your redness and, and pigmentation. Um uh, a lot of people are using PRP, rich plasma, also known as the vampire facial. The vampire facial. <laughs> Why is yeah. it called that? It's called the vampire facial because, you know, you're, you're injecting blood content back into your skin. So what happens is a patient, um, you know, comes in, they have a vial of blood taken. Um, the the platelet-rich plasma is spun down, which is full of growth factors to induce collagen, elastin, all the important um, uh, tissue factors in the skin. Um, and then it helps to rejuvenate the skin. So, you know, um, with the collagen production, tightens it, improves the texture. It's great for around the eyes. It's used in, in all spheres of medicine, though. Yeah, um, for knees, for example, I've come across it recently for, for, for injections into knees to try and improve. Yeah, uh, into the spine. And actually, we, we, we use it too for um, hair loss. So female and male pattern hair loss. So it's used in, in dis- different spheres of medicine yeah. anyway. Now, do you but, look like you've been bitten by a vampire when you've had it around no, the eyes, for instance? It's a tiny little needle, like absolutely tiny so you have little um, you've got puffiness afterwards but by the next day nobody will be able to tell and I suppose this is the tweakment thing it's things you can do on your way home from work and by the next day you look fine. Now what about the injectables into the lips for example I mean you see people going around with ridiculous looking lips yeah, Pat, and, and I actually think hopefully that trend is starting to, 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 to go away. I, I hate seeing, you know, a population well, of you young girls. If it's done well, you shouldn't notice it anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't. And, and I, I don't think it, I think, don't think that the lips you're talking about are being done not to notice them. I think it's a, it's a, it's a very, um, it's, it's a conscious decision to have big lips um, and it's, it's very much been fueled by mm. social media. And I, I think this era of women are going to look back when they're my age, in, in, their, in their 40s, 50s, at photos of themselves and go, oh my God, what, a, what, what did yeah. I do to myself back then? I, I know that uh, younger people tend to have fuller lips. Mm-hmm. So the idea of an older person getting fuller lips is to kind of suggest subliminally youth. Exactly. So, and that, that's where where lip fillers initially came in. So we do lose our lip tissue as we as we get older from our twenties or thirties on. So they they shrivel up, and you see the little lines in the lips, and it is something we associate with aging. So lip fillers were initially to subtly restore the volume that you would have once had, not to give you artificially giant lips, um, and, and it can work very well in that setting. But but tweakments in general it is meant to be more restorative, if you like, um, bringing you back to where you were, not not a warped, sen- you know, uh, the warped faces that we see walking around a lot of the time now. now. Uh, everyone at this stage is familiar with Botox. What about other fillers on the face? I mean, do people get their cheeks puffed up? 
Yeah, so um, so in 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 our in our clinic, for example, typically the, the women who come to us are more in thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. They're starting to see the sagging of their cheeks, the jowls, so that you know the 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 jawline sagging, um, because you lose volume over time. You know that that particularly ramps up around um, perimenopause. You lose about thirty percent of your volage, your your collagen content of your skin, and it drops off. Bone density changes, our fat pads shrivel up and, 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 and sag down. So what people are often doing, it's not to puff up their cheeks as much as to, to lift up these folds that you're seeing again in a really subtle way. So the good filler is filler you don't realise is filler. And, and I would say the same with, with Botox. The good Botox is the Botox you don't mm. notice. Are they uh, fairly easy to, to undergo? I, I mean, are they, you talk about minimally invasive procedures. I mean, are they, you sit in a chair, you get it done, you go home. Yeah, you know, with Botox, the actual process takes about less than five minutes. People do it on their way to work during their lunch break on their way home. Uh, fillers a little bit longer and you may be a little bit swollen for the next day or two. So people choose that time uh, more selectively. The laser, so IPL is probably our most popular um, treatment, especially this time of year in our cosmetic suite. Um, and that's something, when I get it done myself, I run down on my lunch break get it done, make it back on and I see my patients. So these are all... These are things that will fix broken veins, for example, and discoloration. Exactly. So, you know, for a lot of people right now, mopping up the damage of the summer in a way um, and giving you the radiant skin back again. But that's what we call a lunchtime procedure. So, um, and I suppose that's the, 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 the where the term comes from. A little tweak that nobody really notices, um, but you look better. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, injectables into the, the cheeks to puff them up. Do they use it for the other cheeks as well? <laughs> yes, actually. Um, like butt uh, lifts? Yeah, butt lifts. And that's become very um, popular in certain countries, especially Brazil or in places where, you know, a, a bigger buttocks are, you know, are a cultural, you know, um, uh, sought after a thing. I've, I've, I've yet to have somebody coming in and ask for um, buttock filler. Um, but it can be done um, and it should be done always in a medical setting. But there are um, certain fillers that are um, particularly for that area. And, and it's not just to make the bum bigger. It's to tighten the skin over the bum, you know, to help with with um, people who have um, lax skin in their buttocks as they get older. Now, one of the things uh, that uh, I know you, you deal with are prospective brides. How far in advance, if they have plans to kind of tone up everything and tweak everything in time for the wedding next June, when should they start? So, so usually we see our, our our brides come in about a year beforehand, and that actually is the optimal time because you want to get somebody on a you know a, a good skincare um, regimen, a simple one, doesn't need to be expensive one, but the IPL, which is the getting rid of the the reds, the browns, and giving you that radiant skin, um, usually takes about four, set, four to six sessions a month apart. Um, Botox is one of the things that they, they particularly are doing nowadays. Um, and, you, you know, for me, I'd prefer to have, to have seen someone twice or three times before their actual wedding Botox. And you're sort of, you're trying to very subtly retrain their face a little bit to, to, to open their eyes more and um, just the nuances of, of Botox. Um, Prof Hilo is another very popular one with our brides to, to give them their, their, their skin a glow. Um, and also the mothers of the brides and the mothers of the grooms. I actually think I see more of them. Um, and now we're seeing um, a few of the, the grooms or the, the prospective the grooms. The father of the bride. 
uh, no, gets no, tweaked. No, no, the, not the father. The the fiance. Um, it's, oh, it's the usually, young lads. It's usually the bride pushing in the 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 the, the, the um, groom to be. You know, and, and typically it's for things like IPL to get rid of the redness, yeah. things like that, especially if they're how, how long do these uh, treatments uh, persist? I mean, you, you get a treatment done. How long does it last before you need to get it done again? So it depends on the treatment. Um, you know, if it's something that's producing collagen for as long as that collagen will last. So for PRP, we, we typically tell patients to come in once a year. Botox has a duration of action of just three months. Fillers, it's anything between six months um, and two years. We have another um, treatment, there's more downtime with it, that a lot of patients are looking for nowadays. It's a combination of CO2 laser, radio frequency marker needle and called Secret Pro. Um, the downtime is longer with that, but you'd only do that every two or three years. It completely, um, you know, retexturizes your skin and rejuvenates your skin. Very interesting stuff. Finally, um, Psoriasis Awareness Month is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. A very interesting study about psoriasis and arthritis. Absolutely. So today is the last day of um, um, Psoriasis Awareness Month. So about 2% of our population have psoriasis. About a quarter of them go on to develop an associated arthritis, which can be very destructive. Um, and there's an excellent study going on. It's, it's throughout Europe, but Oliver, F Professor Oliver Fitzgerald and Steve Pennington from UCD are running it in Ireland. Um, and it, it is um, open to anyone who has psoriasis and who hasn't yet developed psoriatic arthritis who are over 18. Um, they can register for it online with um, HTTP um, backslash um, HBOS slash study. And what it will do is it's going to help researchers work out who are the people who are going to go on and develop arthritis and hopefully lead to better treatments as well. But the people who are the, the people who sign up for it will get feedback every six months as to whether they may be developing psoriatic okay. arthritis. So if you can intervene early with that, it makes a huge difference to these patients. So I'm delighted to see the study going ahead. Okay, so if you log on to hbos.study uh, forward slash etc, etc, but HBOS you'll find your way yeah. online. Professor Katrina Ryan, consultant dermatologist with the Institute of Dermatology. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.